Hey, what do you guys want to listen to? I'll turn on the radio. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We're putting on a brand new show. It is going to be so awesome. Apparently you're some kind of psychic. Dude, you're being very unballer right now. I'm just trying to help you wake up, man. Nobody asked you. Somebody woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Can we get started? We haven't started. Showtime. Hello, good morning, welcome, 547 on Star 102.1, your number one hit music station, Thursday morning, January 12th, 2023, my little little brother's birthday, no longer with us, I said it before, I'll say it again, he was a good brother, (laughs) not a great brother, but a good good brother, it was a toast we had to him, yeah, Good brother, not a great brother, but hey, on this day, it was 24 years ago today, does it seem longer or shorter that Britney Spears released her debut album? This day in history, 1999. 99. Seems like it should have been a lot longer ago. It does, because I think it's because we've had so much Britney. We've and had I don't lo- mean just music, but right, I mean we've had, a, we've had a lot of, throw your fingers up in quotations when you say- Britney. Britney. Yeah, her debut album, Baby, One More Time, featuring You Drive Me Crazy and, of course, the title track. Little did she know. 1999. That's crazy. She called this show in 2001 or two. It's early on. We had an early little game we used to play every year called the Who Do You Know Contest. Okay. Where you could get a celebrity to call into the Mark and Kim show. If it was the biggest celebrity, then you won your charity a bunch of money, and then uh, your celebrity got money for their charity. Was was Britney Spears the winner? Did Britney Spears win that year? Was there anyone more famous that called in? I was trying to think if that was the year. That would have been 21, 22 years ago. She may have been ago. the winner that year because that wasn't the same year that. Who else called into the program here on the Mark and Kim she show? She may have been the winner that year. I don't remember. How bad is that? We don't remember something from 21 years ago. Well, <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah. um, Also on this day in history, January 12, 100. Can you believe it's been only 108 years ago? 100. In the 1900s. Only 108 years ago. (laughs) But no, no. Considering the fact that it was only 108. You've only been able to vote for 108 years. Oh, now that seems like that ought to be longer. Right. So you're junior year in high school. (laughs) One. It was 1915 that the House of Representatives. Oh, pardon me. I'm so wrong. They did, you haven't been voting for 108 years. It's been it's been shorter than that because in to, in 19 yes, it's been much shorter than I've been voting. 1915, <laughs> the House of Representatives rejected a proposal to give women the right to vote. Oh, so they need you weren't even voting by 1915. When was the 19th ratified? Was then? it 1918 or 19? Uh, it must have been ni- around 1919. Yeah. And then this dastardly. Stat in history from 113 years ago, 1910, a couple from China became the youngest parents in history, which is disturbing because the dad was nine and the mother was eight. Ooh. Oh my word! Which doesn't I don't I don't what is that? Is that is that? I mean, what was that? Well, you know, there's a link to it. You know what it took me to? It what? took me to the Wikipedia page for the list of the youngest birth fathers. Oh That's a goodness. weird specific uh, look, page. Look, we, I've challenged myself on rabbit hole days to try to find something that does not have a Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. And about once You've actually a- challenged yourself to that? Yes, darling. 
I said, this That's doesn't. This has a page, or this doesn't have a page. You'll be surprised every once in a while you come across like a red link, which means something should have a page and doesn't, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or used to have a page, or maybe I don't know. Yeah. So do you make it a page then? Do you uh, try no, to? Please. Oh, I, okay. Any 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 editing I've ever done to a Wikipedia page has immediately been fixed. If you want to call it fixed, <laughs> it's almost like your history is known. It's like, oh no, we know this guy. Well, it's like your name is on a list someplace, there, and it's like look, he's got to be kidding. There's a hierarchy there. There's something going on at Wikipedia, which I don't know. About, but it's they've got one guy that writes like 20 million articles. I, I, who knows? Doesn't matter. But this is disturbing that they'd actually have the list of youngest birth fathers. A lot of fathering in the news today, and we may get into it here before the end of this segment because Mariah Carey is upset with Nick Cannon. Imagine know, the prolific father of all. No, oh, great. Yeah, 1910, nine year old father. This father and mother are the youngest biological parents in terms of combined age on record. They were farmers with the surname He. From Amoy Fukian. Okay, and went on to marry and have four children. Mother eight, father nine. Uh, a 10 year old father, mother unknown, youngest father in Illinois. In 2001, a 10 year old father. No, 2000, I mean, that, that yeah, recent, too. Yeah, and then, yeah, here's. Uh, you, know, you kind of expect that to be like an old timey thing. Like 113 years yeah. ago. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, 11 year olds, two 11 year olds. In, in, in 2001 in North Dakota? Oh, goodness. Well, it gets cold up there. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else to uh, There's other ways to stay warm. Yeah. It just, I mean, it's a disturbing, because every, every. See, that's disturbing so you, to so me. So you, you have one entry for the nine-year-old father. You have two entries for the 10-year-old father, three for the 11, and double that for the 12-year-old fathers. And the 13-year-old fathers, the list goes on and on. The 14-year-old fathers, please. I can't even believe they still would put the 14-year-old yeah, on the Wikipedia page. That's a little old for this page. Seems surprising. All right. And the other fathering of the day, Mariah Carey is now seeking primary custody for her twins with Nick Cannon because she says this. I'm putting him on notice. He just can't flit in and out of their lives while he attends to his other children. So that kind of tells you. Now, granted, it is Mariah Carey, so consider the source. But it does tell you how much time can you spend with your 11 children. Or Doesn't 10. he have 12 now? No, it's well, he's lost it was one. The la- it's, 10, 11, it's 10 or 11, isn't it? I don't know, because he had another one over the holidays, so I thought that was number 12. Mm-hmm. And she wants legal standing as the twin's primary caregiver. When, some, when the father has 10, 11, or 12 children, every mother is the primary caregiver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now yeah. legally speaking, in terms of on paper, documentation, money coming to, the whole thing, I'm sure you want that legally done. But at the same time, if the father's got, what's the number? Multiple wives, multiple mothers... I'd say anywhere over five kids, like that sixth kid, and every mother then is the primary caregiver. Yeah. Unless it's all in one, you know, you got five with one. One, one household. With, no, he's got, he's spread his seed all over Southern California. He's got know. like six mothers, I think. Right. And 11 kids. He, he's, like yeah. one, he's like one of those planes that flies over a forest fire, <laughs> you know, and just sprays it out. That's right. <laughs> we have reports of four million women pregnant in Southern California because <laughs> Nick Cannon flew over them. Mm. Uh, the kids are already with Mariah most of the time, so not a lot would change other than the legal status is what mm. she's looking for there. So, And any news on any more Nick Cannon children in the pipeline, so to speak? Not that I've seen. All right, good, good. It's 5.54. Hello, good morning. Welcome to the Mark and Kim Show. Start with a 2.1. Harry Styles did well 
uh, record sales 2021 uh, two. We just yeah 2022. Which feels yeah. weird to say that 2022 is over. Mm, yeah, I can't I can't get it in my head. I'm like, huh. I know it's like it started like 370 days ago. <laughs> yeah, um, could be because you're still working on like 2020s taxes or something. You yeah, know, that's probably taxes. why you can't get used to. That's a good point. Um, but yet his sales, while as great as they were, were tripled, tripled by Taylor Swift in oh. the year 2022. She tripled or Tw- quadrupled everybody. Well, she tripled Harry Styles. The actual status tripled. Mm-hmm. I mean, just amazing record sales. Sales of records. Sales of, like, music that you go out and purchase. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not streaming. Literally, mm-hmm. I'm paying you to take this music home with me. Like hard goods. Hard goods, yes. <laughs> Which is crazy, because it feels like Harry Styles was everywhere last year. Oh. Mm-hmm. But an established artist like Taylor just And the funny thing about that away. is that Harry may be everywhere, and Taylor didn't seem to be anywhere. Yeah. She doesn't seem to be anywhere. You but, don't see But any, her music is. You never see her in public. <clears throat> you never see her other than maybe on a concert stage. When do you see her? Give me a picture of her with Joe Allen. I couldn't find you one. Couldn't, I'm not can't. even sure he's still alive. Well, we haven't seen him. <clears throat> That's either. what I mean. I wonder if it's because she released her album like with four different covers on it. She had a, I don't know. Whatever don't wor- know. whatever she did worked, mm-hmm. obviously, because it quadru- or tripled the sales of the second place Artist mm-hmm. of the Year, Harry Styles, which is saying something. It is the Mark and Kim Show. We'll get your morning Did You See's coming up next. Hang on. Star- Go to star1021fm.com if you want to see them there. Harlem Globetrotters do their thing. Thompson Bowling Arena, that's coming up on Monday, January 30th. Uh, you could possibly win a celebrity court pass. You can go to center court with three of your friends. Up close personal views of the Harlem Globetrotters during their warm-ups. Uh, one of the Harlem Globetrotters, I think he is the greatest dunker of all time, uh, just did a huge gender reveal in a massive dunk where I guess they had a balloon full of whatever color powder hmm. uh, in the net. And then when he did a flying slam jamma dunk, boom! slam a jamma drop. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> it exploded the pink powder Very balloon cool. and revealed that he was having a, a little girl. So good for him. Congratulations. Aww. 604, we'll get your morning digicies next, which include what? The death of a famous soda. The death of a soda? The death of a soda. Oh, what's going away now? Well, I'll tell you in a second. Probably a Pepsi product. We'll be back on that next on Star 102.1. See ya. Star 102.1. We do see ya, everybody. It's the Mark and Kim Show. Brisk winds, scattered storms return today. Before a chance for snow tomorrow. Yeesh. 65 today, 39 tomorrow. Overnight, a little bit of a difference. Overnight tomorrow. Oh, excuse me, overnight tonight when you wake up tomorrow. 36. When you wake up Saturday morning, 28. High for Saturday, 42. Clouds do clear out into next week. It looks like the temperature's right back up to the 60s. We get a dip. We get a feel. We go right back up where mm-hmm. we need to be. Thank you, Tennyson. <laughs> Did you see that Pepsi? Uh-huh. Is canceling Sierra Mist. And really? Re- mm-hmm. Okay, so Sierra mm. Mist competes with Sprite. Yes. Okay. And Sierra Mist, I I can drink that. But you haven't drunk that, have you? A, a couple of times. No, no, no. Yes. What I'm saying, you don't drink that currently. Not you regularly. Out, right. No. You don't buy Sierra Mist. But if you're someplace and there's like fountain drinks, you know, like where you go get your own drink and it's a Pepsi venue. Hmm. I either get water or Sierra Mist. If the, diet if that's Sierra the Mist, or okay, yeah. is, there, is there a diet Sierra Mist? There is. I, I think know. so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there well, is. Are well, they not, canceling it? Are they replacing it? Or what are they doing? They're replacing it with a, a new soda called Starry. Sorry. Starry. Starry. S T A R R Y. Starry. Like Starry Night. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense then, because my son just told me about that yesterday. I mean, he didn't tell me that it was replacing Sierra Mist or anything, but he mm-hmm. said, "Mom, there's a new drink called Starry." 
And I didn't know it had Pepsi or does he anything. Th- does he, is he excited because he thinks it's going to make him high? No. <laughs> he tried it, though, and he said it it's sort of tastes out? like Sprite without the something. Without the, I don't know what he said. He without was the without. what? The only thing in sp- about Sprite is the lemon-lime. Yeah. So is it the lemon or the lime? I, I don't know. You can't differentiate between something. the two? Yeah. What, 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 what is Starry's slogan? What are they What are they saying it will be? They're saying it's a, it's going to be a replacement for Sierra Mist, a competitor to Sprite, and it's something new to appeal to younger Gen Z consumers. Mm-hmm. Um, its slogan is crisp, clear, burst of lemon-lime flavor. <laughs> I know what it was. What? He said it was like ginger ale without the ginger. That's what he said it was. Ginger... Ginger ale without the ginger, and I said, then and it's like car- Sprite. That's just carbonated water, then. Yeah. Ginger ale doesn't have any lemon or lime in it. I, that, that's how he described it. Ginger ale without the ginger. And I was like, okay. okay. Does that mean without the redhead drinking it? I, so, I don't know. So, Anyways, but here's he my, but, so here's my question, though. Is effectively the same drink? Uh, just kind of repackaged or reflavored a little bit. Uh, cl- it's close. They what say the it, hell, though? It's new Sierra Mist. What the hell happened to 7-Up? The 7-Up? It's still out there, but yeah, my God, there was a time when the 7-Up commercials were all over the place. Mm-hmm. We drank 7-Up. I remember those. Sprite was the competitor. Mm-hmm. Sprite was the, oh, you didn't get any 7-Up. It was like almost- So 7-Up was the Sprite- 7-Up was it. To Sprite- Yes. To Sierra Mist. Or- oh my God, it was it. Hmm. Yeah, they just talk about just like all of a sudden it just like and it's all about advertising. I mean, it's gonna be it's the mm-hmm. truth. When they stopped advertising, their market share went away. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. It was the non-colored drink, and I no caramel coloring in that, no caf no caffeine. It was a and it was delicious and it was it was you know fizzy and sparkly. You know, when I think of Seven Up, there's biscuit recipe and a cake recipe that you use Seven Up in, and that's the only time I think of Seven Up because well, it's anymore. A, but back a in the day, Seven Up, you yeah. Know, <laughs> that guy who did the commercials. Exactly. Like, yeah, right. Seven I remember. Up. I remember some of those. Do you, now, where do you include mellow yellow in that conversation? That's not. A, that's not a clear soft drink. Mm-mm, it's right. yellow, but it is the same flavor, isn't it? No, no. Is it is mellow it? yellow? Is the competitor to Mountain Dew? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Seven yeah. up. Seven up versus Sprite. Mountain Dew versus mellow yellow. Okay. All right. So, I always include seven. Uh, starry mellow yellow in that. Yeah. Will it take you to the stars? It's supposed to have higher citrus flavors that are true to fruit and more aromatic. <laughs> true to fruit and more aromatic. Okay. <laughs> it's already rolling out. Like like him said, it's already rolling out. To well, her son said he already had it. Yeah, he had one yesterday. Did he have that with his edibles or just on its own? <laughs> Would you quit it with my son and drugs? He's not doing drugs. Okay. I just don't know why he's bashing into as many cars as he is. Who knows? You know. Oh, stop it. He's bashed into one car. One. The other day, in a parking lot. There is going to be a sugar-free version as well, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, oh, well. Wow. Just, uh, again, just, you know, make stuff better. Yeah. Don't always cancel. Like, where's Crystal Pepsi? That came back again, that's gone again. Oh, is it gone? I didn't yeah. know. Crystal Pepsi. I did, I see a new, did I see a commercial for a new kind of Coke yesterday, too? A new Coke? A new Coke. No. Hold on, let me look. Who knows? What, 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 what more did you see do you have that won't blow our heads off our shoulders? Uh, I've, got, I've got an interesting conversation about social media and national parks. All right, we'll be back on the Mark and Kim Show, 612 now, on Star 102.1. How Lotto hasn't worked with Monster to come up with her new drink called Big Energy. Yeah. 
Maybe they're afraid of what people will put in it because that's not the full title no, of the song. A word of advice. Beware of the imitators. Clear soft drinks that compare themselves to 7-Up. The one up. only uncooler. Huh. Back in the day. You, the people. It was the and most drunk, clear soft drink on the market, and then it just literally combined. went away. I really would. I should probably look into the, like, the history of whatever happened to 7-Up. I'm sure there's some story. I just haven't looked it up. You just then then it goes away. You th- kind of forget about it. You know, you don't. I don't drink a lot of clear soft drinks. And then all of a sudden, twenty years later, you're like, oh my god, what happened to Seven Up? It's still on the shelves. Oh, it's still though, there. Like you said. Oh yeah, but it's not. If it's not advertised, then guess what? Then nobody picks it up off the shelf. And I think that's probably. I think probably that's the nail on the head. Is that they just don't advertise yeah. as much. Plain and simple. It's the Mark and Kim show, working in the advertising business known as Star One Two Point One. Free groceries for a year or something we're doing at Starwater 2.1. Something we'll always do at Starwater 2.1 as long as there's a food city, and that will be forever. So we've got it, and it's on our website, starwater21fm.com. Start the new year, 2023, with free groceries for a year from Food City and Starwater 2.1. This Did You See makes me feel like I might might have been doing something wrong. You probably are. In the past. Oh, Oh. trust us. (laughs) (laughs) We can can help you with that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the social media post of the man who's peeing at the kill? I'm gonna butcher this Kilauea eruption site in the the Hawaiian volcano. Does okay. that sound right, Kilauea? You say he say you say he's pee- peeing at the site. Yeah, if there's like that a, would be wrong to this, begin is with. Is this peeing it? into the volcanoes or something? Uh, Standing on the rim or something? Next to, I guess it's like kind of a wide open. It's a volcano, yeah. Well, I know, but like when you look at the picture, I'll see, I'll see if you can see it from here. It's kind of he's about thirty feet. 50 feet from the lava. But he's photographed doing it, and obviously he'd photographed for social media, I would yeah. assume. Okay. He, he took so, the picture. It was so a planned th- thing. This is what, well, all well, not all peas are planned, but um, mm. it's just, okay. All right. Go so, on. so it started a bunch of backlash because the Hawaiian people view that, you know, the volcano sites as sacred and part of their sure. culture yeah. and things like that. Absolutely. But the reason it makes me feel like I've been doing something wrong is because I made a goal years and years ago to pee on every national park. On every national park. Mm-hmm. And this is why we've had to wring your dishcloth for anything on this show for the last two years. <laughs> what in the world? And now I feel like, oh man, have I been... Have you been what? Like, remiss? Violating people's cultural... Well, well, I mean, keep in mind, I mean, we designate national parks for a reason. Right. To protect the beauty of the park. To give us, you know, spaces in America mm-hmm. that are untouched and unsullied. Why and, uh, and would you make that as a goal? It was kind of a jokey thing I did when I was when how I. How many how many parks have you peed in? Uh, I've done Zion. I've done the Great Sand Dunes. I've done Arches. I've done Mesa Verde. You have a list in your head of the national parks you whipped out your ding dong in. Yeah. And peed on the ground. Yeah. Do you commemorate it somehow? Do you put a stake in the ground? Do you do you? Um, oh, he put something in the ground. All right. Well, <laughs> good point. No, I'm, so, I'm just wondering, do you write it in a journal? Do you take a photograph? I mean, how, other than just knowing that you've done it. Knowing that I've done it. This is kind of like like visiting every stadium in the NFL or something like that. This is like that, right? This is visiting every stadium. Kind of. You know, you, you, on the back, you should get an RV. And you can have one of those maps where you put the new sticker of the state. Once you've been to the state, mm-hmm. you should have a map of the national parks where you've... And then just a somebody can just draw a ding-dong on the back of your RV in, in dust... And that could be oh a symbol. Lord. That could be my I symbol. Just, of all I the things. Of all I the know. Things. It's like, we, why 
And when? I mean, why wh- wh- did you just have to go one time out of necessity and you thought, you know, I should make this a thing? No, yeah. you, you're I not talking about in a public facility, not in a public open bathroom facility in the National Park. No. You mean like it, literally in, on in the nature. park ground? Okay. In nature. All right. well, now, Kim, who has a problem with people peeing in public to begin with, mm-hmm. now you amplify the fact that you've soiled, you know, hallowed ground, if not necessarily sacred. Well, uh, we'll we'll send you out of here after tomorrow with a new thought in her head about you. I mean, I'm sure people find themselves out hiking and like have to do it. Yeah, but okay. Not, but, but to make a goal and go into the woods knowing that at some point it's weird. I'm going to drop trowel this and is pee a guy, in the national park because it's my goal to do so. Well, remember, he also decided at one point in his life just to count to three hundred thousand. Yeah, well, that's true. And just started doing it. Yeah. But that's not a that's not egregious. You know, no, it's quiet. It's that's weird. Head. You can do right, it. Right. You, whatever. There's things you but, should probably leave unsaid mm-hmm. in life, just generally speaking, and and offering that up when you're, uh, you know. And of course, he's done that for the last two years. But today, he's, he's not, told us this. Yes, yeah. This is weird that it came up. Yeah. Okay. And the story just, started out how? Uh, well, a photo of the man peeing okay, on this. Yeah. Kill well, away really, away uh, of now, luckily, luckily for him, your news is out there now. So, yeah, taking yeah. the heat. It's off not him. so bad now for the Hawaiian volcano pier. <laughs> well, it is a sacred thing right. in Hawaii, so that's yeah. probably okay. a step above what you, Alex is doing. I tell but you, your fiance right now has never been more proud to be your fiance. Sure. She and she knows this too. Yeah, and I've then told when you drop and when you drop to a knee to say, "Will you marry me?" She said yes with that in her head, probably. even though you're a public park peer. <laughs> I don't go in public parks like. National parks National are public parks. National parks are public well, parks. Sure, but I don't go in like city parks. I mean, so that's less true. egregious or more? Are you saying it's more egregious to go in a city park? It's there's a lot more uh, open space where you can. Why don't you do like some greenway peas? Let's see how long that lasts. <laughs> like find yourself down. Don't to the, encourage him. No, 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 no. Because if he starts peeing off the Maribel Greenway, <laughs> then then he'll be arrested. See, the cool thing about it is if you get caught doing it in a national park, it's a federal offense. If, in fact, it is like exposure or something. If you've befouled, if there's a charge for that, it's a federal charge. So keep doing it, please. Don't do it locally because then you're just talking about counties and municipalities mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Keep doing it on a federal level. Well, like I said, national parks, as long right. as you don't take pictures of it, you can you can have a lot of privacy because they're a lot <sighs> bigger in general. Okay, well. I'm so disappointed right. right now. I just, I don't even know what to think. I did poop Hall Ridge's. Uh, bicycle path, though. <laughs> I had no choice. It was terrible. I've never had that. Path. We'll move on. 624 now on the Mark and Kim show. Great did you seize today, by the way. Thank you. Really hard work. Mm-hmm. You just put it all into there. Well, mm-hmm. Great. I, I worked hard on that one. You certainly did. <laughs> Tennessee will no longer be considered the default southern state anymore. What? What is it, it now? It has happened you think I'm being sarcastic, but I'm not. No, I, I believe it. Uh, we'll talk about why I say that next on Starwater 2.1. Oh, la, 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 la. Starwater 2.1, Mark and Kim show. Proud to be in Tennessee today. Proud to be in Tennessee every day. I know, but I'm talking about today. Um, we are the state on the rise while the other states are collecting flies, buddy. And I'm tell- <laughs> okay. Uh, it's just the way you said that, collecting flies. Well, they are, because you may have heard it by now. I'm sure you have, but I'm very excited about this, as Tennessee will be the eastern hub of In-N-Out Burgers. Oh, my God. That's what I have, burgers, all about. 
Do you remember me going on and on about Culver's before they hit te- I Eastern Tennessee? You, oh my goodness, yes. Mm-hmm. I now Culver's I had not heard about. Now yeah. In and Out, of course, I have. have but you Culver's, had? you went on and on about, and you were right. The the custard, the frozen custard. Oh my word! I couldn't care less about the custard. It's the burger. I'm well, a burger guy. The custard is my thing. It's at the Culver's. butter burger. Butter, mm. by the way, not how they cook the burger. It's about the bun, but it's Sounds just good. it's just a it's the Chick Fil A of burger restaurants. Okay, In and Out Burger. Every time I go to California, there's 385 locations of In and Out Burger. 280 some of those are, are in California. So effectively, uh, you go to Vegas, you can go get one. Go to Dallas, you can get one. But the question has been, why hasn't it come east yet? And that's because the distribution plants. Four In N Out Burger have to be within a day's drive of the restaurant. It's for and their freshness and freshness. Everything, isn't and it? I'll tell you right now, um, there's places that concentrate on good, fresh hamburgers, places like Shake Shack, places like it used to be Burger Fi, um, where it's like a gourmet hamburger. I can't tell you what it is. It's a combination of the freshness, the fact that you can get it done animal style, which is basically cooking the burger in a, in a mustard onion relish mix, mm. frying it in that the same way that Powell's does it in their ketchup kind of mix mm, that they have. Yes. Um, the fry, and, and, and then they do it as inexpensively as they can. It is so when you have a five guys, which charges you $13 for a burger now. Yeah. And it's very good. I was shocked the last time I was there and paid mm-hmm. an inordinate amount for what I got, I thought. You, you, will be, you can get a double double, which is two burgers, two pieces of cheese, and all the fixings for usually around five to six bucks. That's not bad at all. And that's California prices. Okay, when I yeah. the last time I was there, I was in California a few months back. I went to Lake Tahoe. Of course, we found our In-N-Out Burger, um, and it's just it's just very well done. The corporate structure is enough that it keeps it. It just they have a they have a standard the way that Chick Fil A does, mm-hmm. and they keep to it. We they, had so many when we were there the twenty three days that we lived in California, and I mean, amazing. I cannot wait. Uh, so of course, it's not going to be like right here. A one hundred thousand foot, hundred thousand square foot. Corporate office is being built in Franklin, Tennessee, just south of Nashville, Tennessee. And the plan, of course, if you do that, you build that here. And say what you will about Tennessee, but to bring that size of a business into this into this area, um, even if we're not going to get our first restaurant until 2026, which mm-hmm. means they'll do a corporate office first, they'll do a distribution mm-hmm. plant second, and then they'll spread out restaurants throughout this region because mm-hmm. obviously they want to expand. And, and they came here. Yeah. They came here. And it's an amazing hamburger. It's an amazing meal. It's just great. And, and, and every time I have it, I'm like, wow, why, why isn't everybody else doing this? You know, how can you eat another McDonald's hamburger after you've had an In-N-Out burger or a Culver's butter burger or whatever? It's just, they're, they're, they're remarkable. They're plain, and, and, and it's, just, it's just about time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about time. And it's perfect. And it's great. We're, I mean, Tennessee got this. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. That's a huge deal. It's, it's a gonna, big deal. It's going to, you know, hundreds of jobs in, in that region, which is great. More jobs as the restaurants open and the processing plant opens up. But in and out Burger coming to Tennessee and this region is key. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. I don't know if you can tell or not. Yeah, yeah a little bit. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. And they're known for their off-menu items and stuff like that. They've got the secret menu. You can get your fries animal style and all sorts of stuff. And it's just really, really good. Which really people good. will learn about as it comes oh, sure. if you don't know Absolutely. about it already. Absolutely. The big deal, though, is the jobs, the money coming into the market, and no. the burger. <laughs> the burger. The burger, comma, the jobs. That's first and second. So, yeah, 641 now. 
Star 102.1, if you aren't really believing the fact that the government doesn't tell you everything, kind of like Kim doesn't tell us everything, then you're a fool. What do I not tell you? <laughs> the whole truth, but we'll be back with that next. Star 102.1, Mark and Kim show. Were you at all familiar with yesterday's news when the FAA, for the first time since 9-11, grounded every single flight in American airspace. I didn't hear about it until this Grounded morning, but... every flight in American airspace. And when I first heard that, I have to say, I immediately went to 9-11. As in, because this is the first the, time I mean, since. Because that was the only time that that had ever happened, clearly, in my life. And it was it was off-putting. I mean, it was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Well, when here, I first here, heard here, here's, here's when I start to not necessarily believe. I think we may get the truth, but not necessarily the whole truth, and certainly nothing but the truth. Right. Mm-hmm. They're now claiming that a single corrupted file in the system it tanked the primary and backup systems of how pilots get communicated with, mm-hmm. and they're they're doing that because they say there's no evidence of a cyber attack. But then again, how did this happen in Canada? Also, exactly. I mean, I, mean, I, Canada, I can't imagine one file could they, do all that. They, their NOTAM system in Canada went down for a few hours yesterday after this whole thing happened in America's. Uh, airline communication system uh, their backup worked so it didn't cause delays officials there ruled out a cyber attack as america has also ruled out a cyber it's just didn't you know well nobody 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 in major government nobody in government wants to say oh yeah we were cyber attacked Mm-mm. it just and Mm-mm. and the uk had a, a very similar cyber incident with its mail service just a couple of days ago yeah mm. or, I mean, seems a little right. suspect mm. right mm-hmm. well you don't get the truth Mm-mm. Just tell us the truth. Um, I get they don't want us to panic. I get that. But what, so, we're but, smarter than that, you know? But I, I want the truth. I don't yeah. care if the truth causes... What, what if... What if? That, well, I don't think we've gotten all the details about 9-11 yet either, but, no. but I certainly would like to know in real time things are happening, and then, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. And th- that way other major systems in, the Amer- in, in America or around the world could say, oh, obviously something's going on. There's a cyber attack here and there's a cyber attack there. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we should fortify our systems if we can or do what do we have to do to back things up. Or- and hopefully they're doing that. Hopefully the people who absolutely have to know, mm-hmm. know and are doing what they have to do to fortify and all that stuff. Especially since it has never happened before like yeah. this. The Associated Press asked aviation experts, and they couldn't remember a tech issue ever causing something this widespread. A former vice president at American Airlines said there are local issues sometimes, but this was, quote, a significant one, historically speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a cyber. Just call it is what it got hacked. Yeah. Because the system is antiquated. It's old. It's run on. It's older than the planes. <laughs> yeah, probably so. And uh, they don't update it enough, even though uh, the person that runs the whole system, Pete, Buttigieg, I guess he, he says that it's constantly updated and constantly upgraded, and I'm like, no, probably not to no, the level it needs not to at be. All. Not, yeah. No, exactly. When you still have boxes of cards and you flip through them to get the plane information, it's still it's not as, as updated as it should be. Mm-hmm. Go and if you look inside any air traffic control system center, it's just it's mm-hmm. wow, a lot of green screens, mm-hmm. a lot of oh. dots and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Still like up the old on school computer, computer types. a lot of them yeah. until just recently. Huh. So. You know, just, you know, the truth would be nice every once in a while. <laughs> right, Kim? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 6.56 now in the market. <laughs> that look she just gave you was like, was like, we have discussed on many occasions the truth, the whole truth, and then the Kim. I, you know, I get as close to the truth as I possibly can. There you go. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> she, thinks she, she, she thinks she just got herself off the hook.
I get as close to the truth as I can. <laughs> That's even better than calling it the Kim. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is the Kim. All right, we'll be right back. Start with a 2.1. It's your number one hit music station, Mark and Kim. Show her versus him, Mark versus Kim. About 15 minutes from now, your chance to play the last, last word with leaving the show, Alex O. Yeah. He's not heard. He'll be, uh, his last day is tomorrow. And so he'll do uh, his games and then we'll figure out what games we'll play in the interim uh, before we bring somebody in much better than he uh, <laughs> to do the job that he's done for the last couple of years here on the Mark and Kim show. Uh, Everything in jest, of course. You've of done course. A, you've done a fine job. Now, of course, I do hope that whoever comes in can elevate the show. So, you know. Is that what you hope for? Yeah. No, you don't. You're like me. <laughs> I hope to be. There, a if, there was a, if there was ever a next incarnation of this program, I hope they suck. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're terrible at their oh, job. Oh, my God. I think we all feel that way, which yeah. we don't say it out yeah. loud. Yeah. Well, I, well, speak for yourself, darling. <laughs> I'll speak for myself, and you speak the for yourself. The things we say in our head. <laughs> is the things I say out loud. And, and you know what? Believe it or not, there's a couple of people out there that might appreciate that. Did you use the word spilling the tea in the Facebook post? Yes, yes you did. Yes, I did. Did you curate some of these out so that every one of these is about pregnancy? Because Sharon Osbourne, quote, spilled the tea that she was going to be a grandmother before Kelly Osbourne could sell, I'm sorry, could tell the world or sell the story, I should say. Oh, well, or tell the, tell the world, when did you get your big news or moment stolen? And I think that possibly by putting the Sharon Osbourne, Kelly Osbourne thing in it about pregnancy. We kind of guided people that direction. Not, Everybody thought they meant pregnancy big news. Yeah, because big news meant yeah, exactly. So the we should have. It should have been. When did you get your big news or moment anything. stolen? Mm -hmm. Without all the Sharon Osbourne Kelly, and we could have prefaced this segment by doing that. And I guess we didn't think that through, did we? No. Okay. Sarah writes. I came home from high school with news that I got into a music program at college. Big deal. That's a big deal. But my sister and she name checked her here, Julie, and she put her whole. <laughs> she tagged her. <laughs> tagged her. Thank you. Came the ho came home the same day with news she was pregnant with twins. And nothing else matters once that news comes through the door. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, oh, but, my but, sister's but, having twins. But to Sarah, I mean, great that you got into a music program. Yeah. That's lovely. But, you know, I mean, you know, the birth of a child. Two. Yeah, and two at the same two. time. <laughs> I mean. And probably the first grandchildren, probably. And you the know? fact it's that like, she uh, tagged her in here means that she's still salty about it. Of course she is. <laughs> but you don't need to be salty about that. I mean, granted, if if you came home from high school with news that you were pregnant. That would have been big news, too. Bigger but, news yeah. than your older sister <laughs> yeah. coming home pregnant with twins. Yeah. Ray, my ex-mother-in-law, posted on Facebook that she was going to be a grandma before we even announced that we were pregnant. Oh. See, it's all about the announcement. Yeah. You want to be the first with the announcement. Well, it's your yeah. baby. It's your body. It's your, well, you know, you want to be the first to say, this great thing but, is happening. But see, here's the thing. There's a certain kind of information that needs to be played to people that you love and care about closer to you. Exactly. Than the public in general. Exactly. So I guess nowadays you have to tell grandma to be, you know, Gigi or whatever, mm -hmm. hey, I haven't announced this publicly yet, please. Yeah. Don't steal my thunder. Yeah. When we when we got engaged last year, my fiance and I, we, when we told people, you know, that it just happened, we called my mom, called her mom. We were like, please hold off on posting anything until we can make yeah. the announcement because we want to be able to put up pictures that you know came yeah. with our. That has to be part of the telling. I yeah. Guess. Exactly. Right. Are you going to call into the program in a couple of years when you get married and finally have sex? 
Sure. Okay, great. That's a big announcement, too, I wait, guess. Wait, wait, wait. Pictures Annou- and everything. Oh, jeez, Kim. Well, jeez, no. Kim. I was jeez, kidding. Kim. I was oh kidding. I'm kidding because wow. he had just said we wanted to post pictures should, and everything. Here's so the thing I got to remember. I, I got to remember what I say, the things in my head that come out of my mouth, because once I've said them, then she adds something to it. It always makes it worse. <laughs> well, the reason I said that was because he had just said with the engagement, because we wanted to post pictures and everything, yeah. and that's the reason I said that. I don't really mean that. I will not be posting pictures yeah. of my first time to the Mark and Kim Show Facebook okay. page. Thank you. Yeah, you'll, you'll have no access after Friday, by oh, the way. true. <laughs> Kaylee writes, I had a Valentine's Day reveal planned, and my godfather held the secret until just a few days beforehand. A Valentine's Day reveal? I guess I on like Valentine's a, Day, she was going to tell everybody. Yeah, like a pregnancy reveal, I guess. Oh, okay. All right. yeah. Okay. And, and he kept it a secret until just a few days before? Wendy, I was at the pharmacy getting my prenatal vitamins when the pharmacist announced to me that they were out, and there was a lady who, quote, congratulated my husband when she saw him later due to two miscarriages. I was waiting to say anything. Aww. Yeah, concerning the fact that some, you know, there's a certain time frame in which you don't tell anybody for the sake of you've had problems before yeah. or there's, quote, like a safe yeah. Mm-hmm. Time, you know, you now you feel you've had your doctor's appointment. They can tell you, okay, no, mm-hmm. nothing like a is, hematoma or something. Is it mm-hmm. usually after the first trimester? Is no, that? not that long. It's usually about eight weeks, right? Eight weeks, okay. Ten weeks is normally seen as the safe period after ten weeks. I thought it was eight. Ten is what I was always told. Kayla, my best friend's, I think I read that one. No. no. Oh, my best friend's dad announced her pregnancy to Facebook before they had told a lot of people. A lot of her friends saw it, so my BFF had to scramble to put together an announcement. She was not happy. Oh. Eagle-Eared Emily writes, Our friends would get together every Wednesday for trivia night. We all noticed that one of the girls who always got red wine ordered a water. Uh-huh. That's a giveaway. <laughs> and she did that a couple of weeks in a row, and we knew she was pregnant before she could make an announcement. That's how a bunch of us found out one of my friends. We were all at a game night just like that, and we noticed one of the girls that wasn't having her wine. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Something you want to tell us? <laughs> Christy writes, I went in for ACL knee surgery just to find out we were pregnant. How do you find out during knee surgery that you're pregnant? Maybe well, a blood test? It, well, someone responds. I'm saying you're carrying that baby pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's. I've heard water on the knee, but baby on the knee? Start with a 2.1 Mark and Kim show. Uh, getting your stolen, uh, getting your thunder stolen segment we just did. Uh, more than likely, just when did you get your pregnancy announcement ruined is what it turned into. You said we have texts or something. Or yeah. Text, or phone call on hold over there, too. Well, yeah, both. Uh, Heather texted, though, and she said it's not necessarily big news, but after spending hours and hours in the kitchen cooking holiday meals, then your mother-in-law that cooked nothing decides to go announce to the family, food's ready. Like she did all the work. Like she did, yeah. So that's the implication, just because she's informing people that it's time to eat. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, now she comes out way. and she's got an apron on and she's ringing a dinner bell. <laughs> I understand that, but that's food's ready. She probably even told her mother, "Hey, go tell everybody food's ready." Yeah, and then just held it against her. <laughs> no, it doesn't yeah, sound put, like that. Thunder, stolen thunder. Hey, good morning, welcome, hi. Okay, so when I got pregnant, I told my sister first, and I told her that I was going to go the next day in person. To tell our parents because I was unmarried. And uh, so when I got there to my parents the next day, they acted weird. And I could tell something was up. And I thought, okay, well, this should have been bigger news. My sister had ratted it out. Before I could tell them, she told my parents. With a day? I mean, with one day? (gasps) She couldn't wait one day? She couldn't wait one day. And she tries to say that, well, I just wanted to give them a buffer so they didn't freak out. And I said, no, you just wanted to steal my thunder. 
We know. But this is also something you must so, have yeah. done to her while you were children, too. There must. This oh, is some no. sort of payback. No, she is um, the absolute worst at keeping secrets. I don't really know why. Well, why did you do that? You should have told her. <laughs> but it's like it's like that was such a big deal. I thought, okay, you can keep this secret, right, for one day. <laughs> nope. No. Seven twenty on Starwater Two Point One is your number one hit music station. Mark and Kim show with leaving the show. Alex O. As uh, we've talked about it a little bit here and there, but it is official. He is gone. Although we're not weirdly not leaving the employee of Starwater Two Point One, he'll still be doing Sunday afternoons and stuff like that. But you want to quickly tell people uh, what you're going to be doing, sure. And uh, and and this is funny that we uh, lost our last Mark and Kim show producer, Will Meyer, to a family business, mm-hmm. only to find out what's happening now. I'm going to work with my grandfather and took take over his land surveying business. So we've lost you to a family business. Essentially. Unless you realize it made a very soft landing for Wilmire just to kind of go into the family business that you've concocted this great lie for us. Mm-hmm. And so to soften our blow that you're leaving the show. Mm-hmm. Because you, how can you say to someone, don't go to the family business? Right. I mean, right. you yeah. have to be happy for something We like were happy that. for Wilmire and that of happened. Of course we're we like, were. Yeah, good, you know? You don't have to get up at, you know, the break of dawn right. any longer. You can work uh, whatever hours he wanted to. That's one of the things he said. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that so what's the process of becoming a surveyor? Is it courses and yeah? So I have to I actually am going to purchase a test today. I have to take a pregnancy test. No, it's called the oh. fundamentals of surveying, and I have to take this test to become a land surveyor in training. Okay, and then I have to do it's either thirty or thirty six. There's different paths you can take basically, but it's thirty six hours of coursework. All right, related to surveying, and then I. Now, can, is there a possibility that you can go to four or five different schools to get this done the way you did with college? Actually, yes. <laughs> oh. How many different universities or programs or schools or whatever will you finally get through before you settle in and get your requisite hours for becoming a land surveyor? Who knows? Because they offer it through all kinds of organizations. You can, can take them. Because you, fo- you went to five schools. Can you focus? Because you couldn't focus in college. Yeah, I can focus. If there's one thing that we had a problem with you here, mm-hmm. and it's not... You know, it's a million nice things and great things. Yes. But your focus is your problem. Yeah. Okay. I would say so. I'm easily distracted. Yeah, we've learned. And so, <laughs> especially by tasks. Yes. <laughs> Usually outside of the things we need you to do. Yeah. Look at the task list. Oh, look over there. There's something yeah. else. Squirrel. <laughs> so will you be able to concentrate enough to yes. formulate a plan to get through all of the Requisite coursework needed to become a land surveyor. Yes, I will well, have to because my grandfather is in his 80s. Okay. And he still does this. He actually has three jobs in his 80s, which is insane to me, but he wants to retire. Can we get this guy a social security check, please? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Give this me. guy a break. Is he, he's one of those guys who just decided to never stop working? Essentially. I now, mean, I, and but, I, can't, I can't imagine that. But he does say he, he wants to retire from surveying very soon, like within a year or two. All so, right, so, so it's I perfect to, time for you. Yeah. I, I, I got to get my training done to to work underneath him, you know, right. as quick as possible, basically. And one of the things about this is it's the math and the things that you really are drawn to, right? Yeah, I've got like kind of the analytical math brain I always have, and so <laughs> yeah. So, well, it's a yeah, you know, a task oriented. Uh, is that it? Yeah. Look, hold on. It's, I'm sorry. You're saying you're gonna you're gonna say task oriented? Task oriented. Yeah. This, ta- this job is task oriented, mm-hmm. and this is what you're going to thrive in. I hope so. 
Okay. I mean, hey, <laughs> we'll say more power to you then. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Well, we do wish you all the luck. I'm, and, and we'll and, have and prosper, prosperity. I I've mean, written some some exit interview questions that I'd like to run past you oh tomorrow around this. Okay. What? Okay. What? Exit interview questions? Sure. Okay. What does that even mean? Just. I have some questions I like to ask the boy before he leaves. Mm-hmm. Don't, 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 see, here you go again. Making again. Making a, a lot of assumptions. You assume yes. too much. Yes, I assume. I have questions. I want answers. All right. All right. Makes me nervous. Don't let it make you nervous. <laughs> I just Makes have, me nervous, and I'm, I'm not even you don't have any questions qu- you this have, time. You have not a question for the, ma- for, the, for the young man. You don't have any questions. I may. Okay. Well, then what would be this, what's the difference between any question you would ask and any question that I would ask? I can't even imagine. Wow. You know. I have an image, and then she crafts it even. She, you refine my image. You make me sound worse than I am. I make you sound worse than you are. And if that's yeah, somehow that's possible. I do. Well, just by your me. assumptions, yes. I make no, you sound worse yeah. than you are. She used to say what Mark meant to say was. She doesn't say that. I much think anymore. I said that once. Uh, yeah, it didn't go well. <laughs> it didn't go well. Uh, so we 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 wish you the best. Well, thank you. Quote unquote. Um, I do wish you the best. It's going to be good for you and your your new forming family. And how yeah, long that's... into the quote surveying career before he's begging back on the show? Eighteen months. Two months. I think he'll. He, I, uh, I think he's going to miss radio, but he's still going to be in radio because he's going to be here. He's yeah, still he'll doing do. You're going to do some weekend stuff. Yeah, I am. Okay. Sundays. There you go. So you'll still hear him. So he'll still be Even around. Punk ass doesn't want to get up early anymore. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, it just cr- conflicted directly with this show specifically. I mean, it, he, yeah, that's right, because nobody ever surveys in the afternoon. You're right. Well, he does most of his in the morning because. But I'm saying, yeah, not that you could time shift it at all. You know. Well, you could. You know. You know. He does most of his in the morning because he's 80 something years old and they get up early. Well, and also during the summer, you want to do it when it's cool. Well, out that's true. And, and not uh, blazing okay. hot. All right, fine. You you may leave. Okay. <laughs> not now. I permission. have your permission. permission not granted. right this yeah, minute. 726. All right, her versus him. The last, last word game we'll play until we can teach someone else how to do this damn job. <laughs> and then we'll, uh, we got some prizes for you. We'll hook you up that with that next coming up on Starwater 2.1. Starwater 2.1 is your number one hit music station, everybody. Time for her versus him. Mark versus Kim. The game of the day. The final last word with leading the show, Alex O. Oh, oh, boo. Yeah. boo. As you walk over two contestants, one named April, one named Danny. Today, April and Danny are competing for a $125 gift card to Prime IV Hydration and Wellness in Bearden. Pamper yourself with a full luxury experience. Prime IV hof- offers drips for anti-aging, weight loss, sleep, mood, appetite regulation, and more. Discover what a properly rehydrated body can do for you. All righty then. Hi, April. Hi. Hello, Danny. Hello. April and Danny are playing this game. It's a simple game. It's a game with cue cards. I get shown a cue card. I'm describing that cue card to you, Danny. And then, of course, you're responding to me and me only. Kim talks. April responds. She's trying to describe cue cards. Back and forth, Alex O will go until the last word is over. The last word round is over. Usually about 30 seconds worth of guessing back and forth. Any questions, April or Danny, about how this game is played? No. All right. First round starts with Kim. So, April, you're responding first. Back and forth will go between April and Danny. And away we go. Category is on the job. Where you go to work if you leave your home. Like the Here. building like the building you go to, you yeah. go You go to work. Where do you go to? I'm going to the 
Okay. Yes. yes. This is what you get at the end of the week or end of the two weeks, and it's money. What is that money called? Paycheck. Yes. Paycheck. Um, this this is the person over you, the one that you answer to, your boss. Another boss. word. Another word for them. Supervisor. Uh, okay. Another word for that. It's just a simple word for them. This is my. Hmm. So, Manager. Okay, you didn't listen to the rules, April, because you responded sorry. to what you wanna... I know, I'm so sorry. That's okay. All right. As they say on the internet, do better. Yeah. <laughs> Manager was what we were looking for there. Danny has a point. I hate that phrase. Oh, it's awful. Oh, my God. I was shocked you were using it, as a matter of fact. I wasn't using it. Well, you did. I wasn't. You said, as the internet says, do better. You that's used me. It. That's me using it. Yeah. Yeah, that you using it. Danny has a point. <sighs> She's on fire today. All right, this is round two. You say that every day I about me. I will. You're on fire every day. That's a good thing. Your hair is constantly on fire. All right, this is round two. I start the describing to Danny and Danny only in this round, and away we go. Category is sauces and condiments. Um. Oh God, sweet baby Ray's Heinz. Thank you. Yes. Um, this is the thing you can dip everything in. Carrots, you can put it on salad. It's the white, creamy. Yes. yes. Uh, this is spicy. It's from a town in New York. Um, it's also the other word for bison, maybe. It makes your wings spicy, so you blank wild wings. Buffalo. Yes. Yeah. Um, this is uh, at a... Uh, Danny has two points. Wow. Could be a quick kill. Ooh. Best of five wins. That not. could be the third one coming up here. Round three. Kim starts describing in this round, and here we go. Category is things you look through. Um, there's two lenses, and it makes things closer to you. It makes it look. Mm-hmm. No. Oh no, no! I mean, it's it's like you take them out for bird watching. Yes. yes. Uh, you put this on when it's shiny outside, so you don't get as much shine in your eyes. Ray, Ray uh, Ban. Yes. Um, this is the, on your car. The glass in front of you on your car. Windshield. Yes. This is what you look out of your home. At- Man, she paused on windshield long enough. I thought Danny was going to take it. <laughs> I, I did, did too. too. And Woo. I thought she said binoculars the first time. She I'm said sorry. glasses. Oh, she okay. said glasses. Yeah. I thought she said binoculars. She did. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> hey, Kim. I guess because I was Kim, hear- you know, hearing it. Do she better. She didn't. Okay. Do better. Oh do better, Kim. Okay, April has one. Danny has two. All right, round three is over. Round four, I start the describing in this round, and here we go. Category is birthday parties. Um, This is the... This is the big confection that you make, and you cut it into slices and pass okay. it around. Yes. Um, you blow these up. They have helium in them, and they're celebrating. Yes. Uh, gifts, another word for gifts. You unwrap these. Present. Yes. Um, this is, the, they're like made out of paper, and you hang them from one end of the wall to the other, and they're decorative. Banner. Uh, no, another word for it. It's, they hang down, and they go with the balloons, and they're. Uh, yes. yes. Um, you light these and blow them out. Candles. Yes. This is. Uh, oh! Candles. Candles was the winner. Bowling alley was the next thing we were going to describe. Wow. Four, uh, three to one. April, thank you for calling. Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you participating. Hope you have a lovely day. As the final, one of the two final contestants in Alex O's last, last yes, word. Yes, last, last word. Yeah. But we say congratulations to you, Danny. Prime IV Hydration and Wellness. We've got a $125 gift card for you, my friend. Thank you.
Starbucks 2.1 is your number one hit music station at 7.50. Uh, we're going to make a prediction or maybe update a prediction we made. Um, coming up just after 8 o'clock, we'll update predictions on something that is a, a constant and recurring theme on the Mark and Kim show. And, and the that, deal we have. And, and that's not just producers leaving the program. No, well, <laughs> that's true, too. And a deal that we have about it. But um, if I'm going to show you a picture, and it's of my uh, desktop screen. Okay. That's out in our cubicle. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I want to what is the first thing you notice? The fact that that's snow falling in front of a camera, in front of a picture of a, uh, I guess, of a tree. I see a tree and it looks okay. like snow falling. It's yeah. like a snowy winter scene, a very low resolution. It's a horrific it's, it's image. Kinda, yeah, it's just something I pulled from the internet. Okay. Okay, you and you I, see it every day, Alex. I, I and I don't know if you notice it when you go back there, but it, I change them for the seasons. You know, no Sh- big deal. Sh- I, shocker. I moved the Christmas one, and now well, I've moved you, it hold to on. the snow. You, you change it a month before the season? Because you know general. you. I, ch- I move it. Seasonal acceleration. Like when I put up the Christmas tree out there in November, I change it to the Christmas one. Do you notice anything else on this screensaver? I mean, d- describe, the the, describe, the describe the screen. Just describe the screen. Screen or the screensaver? You the have... screen. I want you to describe what you're seeing okay, right now. I see now. a bunch of icons to the okay. left, up and down the left-hand side. I see the typical file manager. I see a couple of Word documents. I see a Chrome browser. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see a taskbar at the bottom. It's so nothing square. I guess you just didn't take the whole picture of the screen. I guess. I, I guess you're trying to direct me to something on the left. Nothing strikes you out of the ordinary. It's just a bunch. It's ma- no, okay. No, no, no it didn't to me either. It didn't to me okay. either. But yesterday, I was sitting at my desk, and one of the salespeople came down from the hall, and actually, I was ready to leave. I was standing, had my bags, and was going to walk out, and he comes up. And I was going to excuse myself around him, and he said something that made me stop in my tracks. Concerning the screen that I just looked at. Yes, because right. it had gone to this, because okay. I, I I wasn't using it. And he goes, so Kim, is the goal to let the people across the street see those icons? And I said, what? And he goes, those icons, they're huge. And I was like... Okay. That's what I'm. Well, considering the fact that you're showing me a square picture of a rectangular screen, I don't have the full perspective of what he's even seen. Why do I only have a portion of the screen to look at in your photograph here? I know. I just took a do, picture do of the screen. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, to me, I don't know what I'm. In relation to the rest of the screen. Well, but then. I think they're bigger because I'm only seeing about a half of the screen. No, they're, this is real thing. Th- this is your day in the cubicle? So what happened. Oh, yeah. well, I wonder why I leave. Well, I was at leaving. No, that's what I'm saying. I was leaving. I had my bags on my this arm. Is the, this was, is the shenanigans that take place in the cube. No wonder you're quitting. I was going <laughs> I was going to excuse myself. Alex is sitting there at the desk. There was another two people in there because I was going to- Was it a party after I leave? Oh, hey! Yeah. Mark's hey, gone! We got that couch out there. It's like a therapy couch. People so come there were, and sit on it all the time. So I, so I was leaving, and the other two people, one of them said, well, yeah, I noticed that too. They're huge, but I thought that's just the way you wanted them. And I go- You're going to adjust the size of your I icons. I didn't know they were that big. What? Why? I, that's just the way they are when I started putting them on there since I've had this screen. And, and the guy who originally said is the goal for the people across the street to see them goes, if I were to look at that screen, I would guess your age to be 70-ish. Oh, wow. Well. And I was like, what? And and so then I put my bags down. I go, well, let's fix this now. Can I change the size of them? And so Alex goes over there. Did you not know this? No. You can change the size of your taskbar at the bottom. Because since I've had this screen. Maybe at the retirement home they can teach you some computer skills. (laughs) 
I do fine on this computer, thank Obviously. you. I do all my editing it's and everything. It's a square everything. screen. <laughs> I well, do all my editing and everything over there, but since I've had this screen, which has been probably two years since you've been it's here. It's at least since I've been here. And so I, that's just how they come up when I put them on my desktop. So then Alex comes over, pushes a few buttons, and it goes to this, which is like they are at home. It's and I'm like, way. I didn't know I could change that. I just thought it's the wow. way. And I was like, well, this is how yeah. I have them at home. And they're all like, well, that's more normal. We thought you wanted them that way. And I'm like, how blind do you people think I am? Well, I'll be honest. I had noticed how large those icons were. I mean, as soon as I started now, and saw it for the first didn't time. Didn't you notice her jitterbug phone with the really big buttons? Oh, a I long don't time? have a jitterbug. <laughs> Two 2.1. Many great things about the Mark and Kim show audience. The best thing about the Mark and Kim show audience is that you remember everything that we forget. Yeah. And it was a it was a texter to the program that reminded us of something concerning your son's car accident. Yeah. Is sometimes the, I wish they'd forget. They they never do. But they don't. It's your number one hit music station, Mark and Kim show. As it was, it's Harry Styles. It is Starwater two point one, and. You can text us anytime, 656-STAR, 656-7827. It's the best way to reach out to the program. Of course, you can still call anytime. You can jump on the Starwater 2.1 app. You can leave us a message. You call it Tell Us Anything anytime. So you hit the Tell Us button, and then you tell us. It's easy to get in touch with us. Thank you, Kim. Um, so grab up the text. We were talking about this as of yesterday. Oh, yeah. Where was that? Um, well, you knew we were doing the bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to track this back down. I, I had it in there. Um, the young son of Kim and her husband Ralph. Well, not young son. I should. What am I saying? He's eighteen now, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, once again, doing what he does, doing what the Hansards do. Uh, can't keep a car on the road. Can't keep a car. You know, there is a thing about you can't be in the same place at the same time. Two places at the same time, I should say. You know, it's usually one car per place. There's yeah. A car there, then no other cars are allowed there until your son, of course, or you drives a car. We try to prove that wrong. And he, he yeah, the laws of physics. Nah, they're the Hansards. And so he backs into another vehicle, turns too much before he gets out of the space, mm -hmm. and causes $6,000-plus worth of damage to another vehicle. Now, this is the infamous Buick for a teen. Mm -hmm. It's the Buick Rendezvous? Yes, that okay. is correct. And right. his is repaired now. We got the light yesterday. Wow. It showed up. It's fixed. It's in and looks beautiful. Looks beautiful. How much? $100. I'm sorry? $100. <laughs> so, hold on. The extent of damage that your son did to his vehicle was yep. $100. The Buick 14. And it, it, it's, it's perfect. I mean, it looks great. My husband went out there, popped it in. Simple um, as that, huh? There is a stir, a paint stir stick that has to hold something in until one other part comes a in. A paint stir stick. It works He's beautifully, though. a paint stir stick yes. to keep something in. I huh. knew you would enjoy that. But it works perfectly until the other clip per oh. piece comes in. Sounds like the crawl space vents around my house. And as long as you... <laughs> <laughs> and as long as you look at just the driver's side at one time or the passenger side at one time, you'd never know anything happened because if you look at it head on, there's this brand new shiny light on the driver's side and there's the, you know, Buick for a teen at the age it is light on the other side. See, I think you should probably replace both lights. Though. He will as he as when he gets a new job and gets um, the money saved up to get that light. He you will. said you had you couldn't believe the amount of money he had saved up in his jobs. Yeah, but like he's it was been into out, the almost tens of thousands. But, well, he did. <laughs> save up some money right. but he saves some he he's doing what he should do yeah but he's you, not spending all of his money and he's but saving this is vital for, but this is vital it's not vital his other like light you, works you, you unfortunately you just can't you know 
put one car, one one tire, when you need two or four tires. He recently bought some tires. No, what I'm saying is, re- you, you you change those in twos or fours. Well, he you recently headlights. bought some tires, so that some of his money went there, and he had to ch- replace right. this light. So he will replace this light when he is able to. And from what I understand, will be somewhat financially responsible for the damage done on the other car. He will be. Is this the largest disparity? I would love to know if this is the largest disparity between costs involved and damage between two vehicles. If it costs $6,400 to repair the car that he damaged and his only costs $100. Well, with tax and everything, a little over, but yes. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, but $100. Okay. What did your husband charge for labor, by the way? (laughs) Did he? He didn't. Okay. The others is the labor is a big part, yeah. So... The fu- did you find the text? I did find the Fo-ho. text. Whoa. Wow. I know I would. I had, I had okay. it there somewhere. All right. So the text came into us yesterday on something that we had completely forgotten about concerning Eli and his 2007? Mm-hmm. It is 2007, 2007 Buick for a teen. Buick Rendezvous, mm-hmm. which is like... Uh, like it's like a it was like the car SUV. From, yeah, it was like the car from Breaking Bad, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, a little bit like that. Was it that the Pontiac Aztec or something? Yeah, very that, similar. That, but to it that, looks yeah. a lot. Right, I mean, so they look a lot. Imagine that. Alike. Imagine that. And it is full metal. Full metal. Yeah, it's metal. Most cars. Yeah. No, not anymore. Most cars are pretty much metal. My car is plastic. Yeah, mine is too. Well, they have plastic around them in certain that's places. That's what I'm saying. Okay. They're, Point the, being, so that's how you can do so much damage to a vehicle that's made out of you know plastic candy candy corn. Yeah, um, <laughs> candy corn. And so, what what did they text us? They said, "Hey Kim, didn't we have a bet that if your son's car didn't make it to graduation, you would donate a hundred dollars to the charity of our choice?" <laughs> we did. We I did. Had completely. Completely forgotten about the fact. We hadn't thought about it. I don't think we forgot about it. We hadn't thought about it because I wrote it down. And when they reminded us, I looked it up, mm-hmm. and it was on January fourteenth of twenty twenty two that we we made this. And the prediction was, as a junior in high school, which he still is now, yeah, at twenty three years old. No, he's uh, not. <laughs> How old is he? Eighteen. Eighteen. Um, that would this vehicle? Because he's totaled one already. He's, you know, and, and things, all sorts of things can happen to a 2007 vehicle at this point mm-hmm. in time. And he had also driven his dad's minivan, minivan in, into, into a, a ditch, ditch. right? Mm-hmm. So his, his and your and the combined Hansard's hot mess would indicate to most people that it's going to be a long shot on whether or not this car makes it to graduation. Because I had said, and, we and just wanted to get him through high school. Mm-hmm. Which is that this was year, my the rest quote. of this year. Through the entire summer and all of next year yep. until he graduates. We just wanted to mm-hmm. get him through high school. That was what my if he quote. fails next year and has to repeat repeat twelfth grade? Does that change your thoughts on the length of time? The or is we it just, just next wanted year? to get him through high school. <laughs> right. so He's on his own. What are the predictions that we made at that time? And we we should now at this point in time update them. Alex wagered fifty dollars. Wagered. Yes. We agreed that we were going to pay a charity. Remember yes, this? Yes, we, we agreed. If, we, if we lose or win. If, or if you and I, I think you and I split the $100. So it's like if the car doesn't make it to graduation, we each pay 50 to a charity. And I okay. think if it does. Right. No, here's what we said. Alex <laughs> said $50 if it if it makes it to. Um, That's what he just said. Okay. Oh, no, I had a reverse. I had a reverse. If it does make it and we're wrong. Then we each we're, okay, so effect, effectively, we've predicted that it will not make it to graduation. Yes. You have predicted right. that and it will. And you said $100 oh. if it won't, if it doesn't make it. And I will uh, give $100 if it doesn't make it. 
That you all be- will if it does. I will yeah. give $100 if it doesn't. Wow. We've really worked through this, haven't we? <laughs> well, I'm trying to... Well, he started off Maybe and I was like... should have been here for rehearsal this morning. But, um... um <laughs> so, and it goes to charity, of, yeah, course, of course, whatever. Do you want to amend your thoughts on whether or not the 2007 Buick Rendezvous, the Buick for a teen, will make it through this whole rest of the year into next year, basically to May of 2024. But think about that. Alex will have consummated his relationship by the time that happens. <laughs> wow. He'll be a married, consummated man by that point Wait, in time. Because that seems so far away it in does. terms of his marriage and the consummation. That's right. And yet I'm thinking this Buick for a teen is going to make it all that time by and the way, then some. Somebody did text and wondered if it was that, that kind of chatter about your relationship causing you to leave the program. <laughs> You want to address that right now? No, that's absolutely. Not, that's not. not what's causing Good me. Good lord! But I do appreciate that that my consummation of my marriage is a flashpoint in time for us to <laughs> reference. Do you remember what Alex? Never mind. Um, Kim, <laughs> I don't want to change mine. I might even I put. Either. I might even put a date on it because we just. I might even put a date that he doesn't make it through this school year with that vehicle. Okay. And there and there, we're in January. Through May of this January, year. January, February, March, April, May. I say in the next five months that car will be gone. You're amending it. Okay. Amending it. Mm. And I'll give $100 to charity if, in fact, it makes it through this school year. The day he goes from 11th grade to 12th grade this year, and and, and that car is still driving, driving. I don't mean owned. Mm-hmm. I mean driving, like to and fro. I'll put $100 into the ch- like children's hospital. All right, let me write this exactly how you're saying. That's exactly it, how it's easy. You, you call it, it the last day of the school year or the yeah. first day of next school year? Last day of the school year. So okay. on, I said before the end of the school year. All right. Yeah. So on Alex, January. Right. Well, all that new, you know, surveying company money. Do you want to lay a little bit more on it? Or do you want to stick where you have it? Uh, I'll I'll put another fifty on it. All right. That it makes it all. You want to you want to keep so, all next year too. You're not going to amend I'm, it. I'm like keep, I, yeah, I'm gonna keep all, all right. next year as well. Yeah. But I'll put another fifty. On I, it. I just he, he's just he's just he's just. And if the car does make it, you can hit me up for a hundred bucks after yeah. I've. The day you oh, leave, I will. The, the day you leave, we're blocking your phone. We might as well block ours. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just, we'll be right back on the Mark and Kim show. Star one two point one. Hello. <laughs> hey, good morning, Mark and Kim. Hey. Hey, Kim. I want to make a little suggestion to you. What? You might want to keep Eli off the roads when it snows this year. Well, he usually doesn't have to go out on the roads if it snows. I mean, I'll just keep him off the roads when it snows, and you're going to lose that bet. Well, I've already told them that if we have to get out there with duct tape and super glue, we will keep this car running. You mean like it already together. is? No, there's a stir stick. There's no duct tape. There's oh, no... oh, that's right, because that doesn't fall into the <laughs> whole duct tape, stir stick scotch right tape, now. bubble gum category. You're right. <laughs> I, I have a different rule. You say keep them off the roads when it snows and stuff like that. I say keep them off the roads on those weird days where the sun comes up. <laughs> if you can just keep... <laughs> Ariana Grande and Iggy Azalea, who has recently said that she is going to be producing some new music soon. And, of course, the world said, so there you have it. It's 822. <laughs> yeah, we've been waiting for the latest. I'm ready for her to come out with something. Are you? It's been a You're a, a big fan time. of Iggy Azalea, are you? <laughs> Not a huge fan, but. You think I'm talking about Ariana Grande because she was barely paying attention <laughs> to what I just said. I did. I thought you were talking about Ariana. Can you just follow along? I'm trying. Takes over 18 months to feel like you're thriving in a new job for 18 years, maybe, possibly, Kim. <laughs> 18 months to feel like you're thriving in a new job as Alex O leaves this job tomorrow. Doesn't leave Star 102.1. No. 
He'll be doing fill-ins, weekends, stuff like that. You know, maybe one time with the Mark and Kip show on vacation, maybe he'll come back and, you know, no, not a chance. Um, <laughs> it's Alex O in the morning, everybody. Hey, everybody. Uh, Can the, you imagine? The day it's Alex O in the morning, like we go on vacation and they say, hey, you did weekend, you know, you do weekends here. Could you come in and like jump on the air? And then we know that our key cards will not work when we get back from vacation. <laughs> Trust me, I'll be listening to every vacation now. I usually don't. But hey, we wish you the best moving on to the, the life of land surveying. <clears throat> um, if you uh, and you've been here for twenty months, uh, you started in when? Yes. Yeah, April of twenty twenty one. April of twenty twenty one. So twenty and a half months. All right. You're like a toddler. You still call them in months. You know, you still speak of their age in months. He's twenty months, everybody. But it takes eighteen months to feel like you're thriving in your new job. You feel like you're thriving in your job because it's so. still new. Still new. The FTC, For 18 months, it's a, new. The FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, will mm. allow you to put products are new or new and improved for 18 months. So we couldn't even call you new and improved. Lord knows improved. No, but <laughs> we can't call you new. Right. Like we couldn't say new on the show, Alex. So I think we started out with that, right? Yeah. yeah. Was, we called him that for what, a year? Mm-hmm. Let's run down the, uh, the things that if you started a new job today, you wouldn't feel like you were thriving until July of 2024. And according to the poll, there are top signs that you are thriving in the ju- in the new job. Okay. And we'll have to uh, run down these and see if, in fact, you are actually thriving in this job. All right. We'll be the judge of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how to find the resources you need each day and can help with other uh, help other people with it. Yeah, he does a good job yeah. of that. You know how to find the resources you need every day. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. Okay. A lot that, of people in this building come to him listen, for things. Listen to the words, though. You know how to find the resources you need every day. Mm-hmm. He can find them. Mm-hmm. Does he do anything with the resources that he has? Sometimes. There you go. Well, yeah. he helps others. That's a long way from yeah. saying that you know what you're well, doing. Well, okay. <laughs> Number two, you've built strong relationships with coworkers. Yes, mm-hmm. I would say. Who's I have. your strongest? Who's your strongest relationship coworker? Why? Well, it's probably the two of you, obviously. I was hoping he'd say, "Well, you know, there's people down the hall." <laughs> I know, and there were be. I really thought that's what you're going to say. Well, one of the salespeople and our great friends. <laughs> At least you said us. For those of you who are texting the program, what did Mark and Kim do to drive you away? Not one person. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't they say. I always think it's us. I was, I, I was going to say, not one person who's worked with us has ever been driven away, but I'll have to take yeah, that. I'll have to take been, that back. Yeah. <clears throat> You don't need to ask a lot of questions day to day. This is this is showing if you're thriving at 18 months into your new job. You don't need to ask a lot of questions day by day. That's pretty true. See, the whole point of the job, though, we ask you to ask questions every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if I have a question, I'll ask one, but okay. I don't. You don't have it, you know, right. Things don't come up very often. Can you get through most of your days without, without asking for help? Yeah. Especially when he's lost. <laughs> Especially he's like, I don't know what to do here. I should probably get some help. But that would involve doing something. I'll like, just go home. So we'll just not ask. Right. I'll go take a nap. <laughs> yeah, I love, I, I love my naps. We got a phone call coming in. Hi, good morning, Starwood at 2.1. Hey, this is Delroy. How you doing, Mark? What's up, Big Delroy? Man, I just wanted to tell him. I'm in tears, man, because I heard Alex, that other guy there, don't do much. He's picking to leave or something. <laughs> That's the most apt description of him yet. <laughs> it is. It really is. That is true. Is. He'll be uh, leaving to take over his land surveying outfit from his grandfather. Oh, well, you know, that all sounds good. I guess that I mean he'll be walking out through the grass and all that kind of stuff. Well, I just have advice for those people who will be up in Jefferson County. I guess there's going to be a Jefferson County. Yeah, that's, that's where he works primarily. Right. That if you do see Alex O on the side of the road surveying or whatever that or he, whatever he's doing, just please if you could do us a favor and just run him over. <laughs> no. That would be, that'd be great. I mean, I figure if you see a man in the field, don't shoot. 
Don't you know? Right. Well, that too. Yeah. Or or do. <laughs> or do. Hey, Alex. Look, man. Uh, I, God bless you, and I hope you do good, and whatever that is, you be done. And and I'm still in tears, man. So I don't want y'all to hear me cry. All right. Okay. You don't want to hear. Okay. Well, then hang up the phone, Delroy. Because <laughs> obviously it's already begun. Goodbye, Delroy. <laughs> Start with a 2.1. There's uh, an old adage in politics that you should never let a good crisis go to waste, like <laughs> like, like COVID. Yeah. Well, um, there, there's someone believes that you should never let a good heart attack go to waste. We'll talk about that, oh. and then a little bit of other celebrity stuff next. Hang on, Mark and Kim show on Starwater 2.1. 8.38 on Starwater 2.1. Brisk wind, scattered storms returning today. Chance of snow, possibly for some, on Friday. We're going to keep an eye on that as best we can over the next 24 to 36 hours. Let you know what's supposed to happen, where, because it's going to be very breezy, much colder tomorrow. Some light snow showers, flurries expected. More likely opportunity for accumulations will be across higher elevation areas. Snow chances will taper off around midnight tomorrow, but linger a little longer for areas near the Smokies, which is just a given, I would assume. They actually have a list of snow amount predictions. Plateau, less than an inch, isolated one-plus inches. Totals for the highest elevations of the plateau. Southeast Kentucky, less than an inch. Northern Central Southern Valley, dusting to none. Foothills of the Smokies, about an inch. Smokies above 3,000 feet, two to four inches. Knoxville, none to half of an inch. Why did you, what, you want snow? You're making faces. Yeah, I like you had, snow. You had Christmas Eve snow. You had, you had Christmas the day after Christmas snow. I mean, mm-hmm. you're good. I like snow. All right. Damar Hamlin, Buffalo Bills safety. Cardiac arrest on the field. Life saved on the field. Yes. Left the hospital and is home in yes. Buffalo. Yeah. Applies for trademarks for Did We Win and Three is Back. Bless his heart. <laughs> Never let a good heart attack go to waste. Are we kidding? Well, Are we serious? Because why we, Why would you trademark Did We Win? Because supposedly the first thing he mm-hmm. said, only to find out they didn't win, they didn't lose. The game was literally canceled. I can't remember the last time a game was canceled. It's been a long time. Like mm. They played part of the game, something happened, they just said game. And it had nothing to do with playoff implications, but... If two of the teams in the division that they play in get to the championship game, it'll now have to be played at a neutral site because of something to do with the fact that they didn't finish that game. And there, it doesn't matter. There was also some scenario where a coin flip would be involved to determine where they would play, and it's crazy. There's a lot to it. So he applied for the trademarks following his scary medical uh, emergency last week or the week before that. And then now he's – so what are you going to do with the did we win – trademark and the three is back trademark does he expect a lot of t-shirt sales or something probably Probably. (laughs) or does he just want other people not to do it is that what he's doing it for well that could be it too to protect it i mean all right so he's not being annoying I don't. He's think not like so. being Paris Hilton and that's hot trying to train trying to trademark that which she never got done did she what do you mean she never got done she never got the trademark for that not that i know of i don't remember that being the thing that's hot she tried to no, trademark i remember it. that's yeah. hot but i don't right yeah, we don't want him to. We don't want to, him to end up on BuzzFeed's list of the most annoying celebrities, do we? No. They put Chris Pratt at number one. I don't get that. Once he got into the action star role, something was missing. It seems like he's now got a huge ego, based on the fact really? that he, he's not playing. Now, keep that in goes mind with the rest of him. Was I it guess, Parks and Rec? Parks and Recreation. He had. He was like a, a dumb guy. Guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was kind of a. He was kind of tubby and. Kind yeah, of he was. Yeah. Now he's in shape, mm-hmm. and now he's playing a leading role action. Look, any hatred for Chris Pratt in Hollywood has to do with his political mm-hmm. stance. And he married 
the daughter of the former Republican governor, governor of California, right? Yes, Catherine Arnold. Schwarzenegger. Catherine yeah. Schwarzenegger, yes. I like how in, in Parks and Rec he started training for his role in one of the Marvel movies. Yeah. And so he all of a sudden got in really good shape. And mm-hmm. in, the, in the show they explained as, oh, yeah, I just stopped drinking beer. That was like his <laughs> line. Well, that funny. made all the difference. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Uh, let, me, uh, let me do one more of these and then we'll have to take a break and come back. How can, how can Reese Witherspoon be anywhere near a celebrities that annoy you list? I can tell you how. I get that one. No. Yeah, I she do. has. Let me tell you something. No, I get mm. it. She is something about her has just escalated her right to the top of the list. Yeah, really, it I really get it. Well, we'll have to get into that coming up next. I know Victoria's Secret. She was never made for me. Eight fifty on Star Wars Two Point One. Mark and Kim show still on the show, Alex. So, so yeah, beloved celebrities that are annoying to you. Buzzfeed put together a list. Chris Pratt at number one. Number two, this is where we left you. Reese Witherspoon? Yeah. Annoys you? Yeah. Here's what it says, and then we're going to hear what you have to say about it. I don't know why exactly, but I get these vibes from her that tell me that she's not a nice person. Yeah. Something about her just doesn't sit right with me. Now, is that from the drunken police rant that she went on that one time? The one one moment in her public image that probably derailed any... Like she, she could not have been closer to quote America's sweetheart mm-hmm. until maybe that happened. You're like, oh, there seemed to be some entitlement there, mm-hmm. uh, some mouthing off, some don't you know who I am kind of stuff. I think that's where it started for me. Um, I think it's like okay, she had been portrayed as this um, Southern belle, you know, well, the America's she's from sweetheart, she's from all those things. Yeah, right? and I think we had always seen her as that. But I think as she went through some things, you know, the first marriage didn't work out. I. I think she's really hold good. On, hold on, you're judging somebody for not no, for I'm a not, first marriage not working. No, I'm out? not judging that. I mean, are you no. saying that you're not America's sweetheart? No, what I'm saying is that I think after she'd been through some things, she got stronger and started standing up for herself more. And then I think she's really close with her family. I think she's great with her kids. I think she and her husband. Let me finish. I think she's really great with her kids and her husband, and I think she started standing up for herself more out in public, and it became very annoying. You know, is that right. she wasn't going to take anything else from anybody else? Well, I watched, and I think I, she became, you know, just kind yeah. of her her uh, her social media is pretty good. Is, is it? it? Yeah. You follow her on social? She, yeah, because she's gotten a heck of a lot more attractive over the years to me. I don't know what it is. Physically and otherwise. She's I a beautiful woman. I watched, she's, 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 I watched she's her pretty. movie over Christmas. I watched Four Christmases with her and Vince Vaughn, and I was like, she's delightful. You lo- you should see behind the scenes on that. They hated each other during that movie. Really? Yeah. Well, it's, and it's that's one- another thing. I hear that most of the actors and actresses who work with her recently appar- apparently just really don't like working with her. That? She's difficult. I've read several things. Oh, if you I've go online and look up what's it really well, like to work with Reese. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you can find other things, but they uh, just really don't list. like working let's, with her. Let's try to get to these. Celebrities that annoy you? For some reason, Liam Hemsworth. I'd hate to be stuck with him in a car for a long trip. Now, he's the one who was married to Miley Cyrus. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think he's probably really sweet and doesn't stand up for himself the way he should. I think should. probably being married to Miley Cyrus deadened his senses enough that you probably, <laughs> you could probably converse with him, and then four minutes later, he'd be like, then he'd respond. I don't know why I feel that way. I think he's probably very meek. Meek? Mm-hmm. Mindy Kaling is on the list of celebrities that annoy you. Oh, she drives me nuts. Really? And is I it li- her characters or is it her? Well, no, I like her in the office. It's mm-hmm. like the main thing she's known for, I think. Mm-hmm. But something a- about her just recently. She has really every character me. she plays or writes seems to be an insufferable person. That must be from real life. 
that she's insufferable. Hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I see her in every role she plays, and she's going to be the new Velma in the yeah. new in the new Scooby Doo stuff. But it's not going to have Scooby Doo in it at all, which is weird. Velma without the dog, and and Shaggy's going by his real name, which is Norville. Hmm. Neil Patrick Harris makes the list of the see, belo- love beloved celebrities who annoy you. I wonder why. <laughs> Because he's talented. And- it says, he strikes me as pretty holier than thou. I get just icky vibes from him, says this quoter, uh, this quote in the He does kind of act that way. Yeah, he's uh, I think he's a little above it. He does kind of act little that way. It. Yeah, I can like, see that. This is my life and you're not living I it. I can kind of see that. Miles Teller, the actor who was just yeah. most recently in Maverick, Top Gun Part 2. I don't know enough about him. There's to- just a lot of stories. Here's what the person said on BuzzFeed. He got into that fight in Hawaii, refused to get the COVID vaccine, which is maybe not a bad thing now. And then, surprise, got COVID and shut down the set of a movie because of it. Also, the mustache doesn't help either. He gives off the mustache. frat bro vibes. He has got a reputation. I don't know about the vaccine, the COVID, and the other stuff, but he he's he's according to those who read stuff like you do, um, he's just not a good dude. Hmm. And I'll be honest, yeah, something about his, I don't know. He's, eh, I don't know. Chris Evans? I think Chris Evans has an amazing PR team working on his behalf. I can see <laughs> that. He seems very, all all of his videos and all of his PR is very, like, buttoned up. But he, he kind of right. gives me vibes of, like, mm. Really? Ryan Reynolds yeah. feels disingenuous to some, oh, to some see, people. I love Ryan Reynolds. Of course, I feel like he and uh, what's her name that he's married to? Um, Blake Lively. Yes, thank you. I think they're such a cute couple. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the kids and Well, just to wrap up the list with no time left, Oprah, completely fake and out of touch, Mm -hmm. and Drake, annoying Drake. (laughs) His lyrics sound like the kind of stuff I wrote in my diary in fifth grade, and it's so full of red flags, he comes across as a whiny crybaby man-child, yet everyone still goes wild for his music. It's absolutely baffling to this person who responded. Huh. Yeah, I could see a lot of that. People love his stuff, though. Yeah. A lot 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 of love, hate. Yeah. In the in the Drake stuff. 856 now. Star one two point one. Mark and Kim show made you look. It's Megan Trainer's latest and biggest at this point in time. Nine oh two now. Thursday weather. Dicey, especially a little bit later. Brisk winds, scattered storms, possibility of snow throughout the higher elevations tomorrow, but a lot of rain over the next twenty four to thirty six. Either one of you a bruncher? I love brunch. You're not surprised by that. It's just it's just everything that is you. Oh. Well, why wouldn't you like brunch? I mean, there's everything okay, wonderful there's, about brunch. There's two types of brunch. Well, okay. you're about to get your bubble per, uh, bursted on this brunch thing in just a second. Yeah. There's two types of brunch. Okay. <clears throat> there's the buffet brunch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's this the menu that has, oh, both breakfast and lunch items on it. I like a buffet brunch. With well, champagne yeah. thrown in is, is extra special. There's also some places that just have a brunch menu. That's what, yeah. I just, that's what I just said. No, but you said like breakfast and lunch, but there's places that just have a specific menu for brunch. That's what I'm saying, a brunch menu that has lunch and breakfast on it. No, it's like specific items, not even like breakfast items or lunch items. They're brunch items. Yeah. Which are usually a breakfast or a lunch kind of thing. Kind of. It's like a mixture. You'll but they're not name, available other you'll, you'll have to name for me a brunch item that isn't breakfast or lunch. Um... If you can figure it out, it'd be great. Okay. I'll give you some time here because I... How about like avocado toast sandwich? What about it? It's a breakfast item, right? Avocado it's toast is breakfast. A, it's more of a brunch item, I think. 
And if it's not a, if it's not on the regular breakfast, because you wouldn't have a, you wouldn't have a piece of avocado toast for lunch, but you would have it for breakfast. But, you might, yeah. But the point I'm making is this: the brunch buffet to me is just you know, and it's unfortunate that you're going to go in and you're going to stuff yourself because I don't feel the because if I go in for a like a brunch buffet, it's I'll go have some breakfast and then I'll go have some lunch. Effectively, that's what it is. Wait, because you eat too much at a buffet, all right? You always do. And the brunch has so much on there. I love brunch. I love breakfast and I love lunch. I now feel see, I, normally I feel ripped off though one or the other. because there's not a brec- there's not a brunch that's a buffet that isn't at least $20. It's just that's the case. That but is. I don't eat both. No, I usually I usually lean towards the breakfast end of things. Okay. Like and the, I don't do like both. The ridiculous one they have at the Biltmore Estate. No, no, mm. no. Excuse me. The Grove Park end. Pardon me. Uh-huh. In Asheville. Oh, it's, it's three amazing. rooms. It's three rooms. But then you just eat yourself sick. Well, you don't have to. Well, I mean, you well, then, but your... that's, that's like $38. Yes, you do. You got to eat it. No, you got to make it worth every, it. Yeah, everything on it is good, though. So you don't have to eat well. everything on it. Um, they've put together a list of the things that are the worst things to order at brunch. And you think it's just like health, like fattening and stuff like that. And, and, and it, yeah, I don't want to get ripped off at a brunch buffet. That's why I, if I go to a place that has a brunch menu, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. You can just buy one thing and that's kind of it. So corned beef hash. Yeah. I never oh, ordered I that lo- anyway. <sighs> really? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't realize they prefer the cheap canned variety over anything that's cooked at a restaurant. Generally, a lot of meat scraps end up in the corned beef hash. Yeah, I don't like it anyway, so I feel good All about right. that. How about Eggs Benedict? Don't order that at a restaurant because Anthony Bourdain, before he passed away, said it's a risky order because bacteria loves hollandaise sauce like nothing else in a restaurant. Is it because it's a mayonnaise-based kind of thing or a cream-based? Anything that's cream-based-like? Is what? Is bacteria-laden, usually. It is? Yeah, I thought so. Where'd you learn that? Well, I've always heard that if anything that's out, okay, if you're talking like a buffet or something like that, you don't want to get a cream-based or buff- or a mayonnaise-based thing because the the bacteria. Well, Anthony Boris Dane said that the chefs are always making huge batches ahead of time. Mm-hmm. It may have been sitting around for a long time is why. The more something sits out, the longer mm-hmm. something sits out is more of the reason why it gains bacteria versus being mayonnaise-based. You just have a... Hatred for mayonnaise. Don't no, you? I love mayonnaise. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, I do. Uh, steak and eggs at a at a brunch. Okay, Avoid the steak is... and eggs. Okay, why? Only order it if you're at a nice place where you know the steak is good. Otherwise, you get the lowest quality of meat. Oh. Now, I think we lowest talked quality, about... lowest cut. I think mm. we talked about that when we were talking about where, where was your celebration restaurant? Because remember, the, a lot of steak houses were on those sure. when we were talking about the kids, yeah. and we were in a lot of the steak houses, and we're like, oh yeah, you know, the steak was very thin, very, but we all thought it was very fancy, right? Mm-hmm. Because that was our celebration place. The steak buffet places probably get their steaks off the back of a pickup truck that has a big sign. Maybe. <laughs> 20 for $29 Maybe. or something. Yeah. They seem very similar. Maybe. Watch out at the brunch of the bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys. If you're just trying to tie one on, fine, go for it. But if not, get ready for a hangover. When drinks are bottomless, they are made with the cheapest liquor or champagne, or juice oh, they can yeah. find. Or maybe some gasoline. I went to a brunch place one time, and, and we I'm got- sorry, what now? <laughs> gasoline. Gasoline. Because sometimes they taste awful. I mean, if you're not in a super nice place, the the drinks like that, they just don't taste good. I'm saying mm. gasoline because it's like it might as well be because it just tastes so awful. 
You looked at me like I was serious I, about I, gasoline. I, I just, I've never in my life had a drink that I said, wow, this tastes like gasoline. Oh. <laughs> Other than when I accidentally drank gasoline. Oh, you accidentally drank yeah. gasoline? Yeah, have you ever tried to siphon gas out of a tank? You've accidentally oh. drunk gasoline, yes. No. Yes, not in my criminal days, no. No, okay. When I was trying to get gas from one car to another. You have to start the, you have to start the process. Yeah. Yeah. Now you have the little pumps you can use. Don't you yeah. spit it out, though? You try to get it before it yeah, hits your lips. Yeah, but it's still in your mouth. Yeah. You no. try to, yeah, you try to, you know, you know, you know, you're just hitting that thing. and He's going to pass out here in a minute trying to show us. I have no plans on passing out. Thank you very kindly. Lord have mercy. This thing is free, isn't it? <laughs> Start with a 2.1. It's your number one hit music station. I'm going to say a word that Kim will understand and that you won't. Okay. Gili. Gili. Mm-hmm. Yes. Gili? Wasn't that the Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez movie? Worst movie of all time. It, Supposedly. It's not a word, though, is it? G-I-G-L-I. G-I-G-L-I. Look up the movie, make sure that I'm right, that it starred Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Uh, yeah. When they were a couple. It did star both of them, and Al Pacino. When they were a couple the first time. When they were a couple the first time, they worked together on a movie called Gili. It was the beginning of the end. It was the end. <laughs> well, guess what? They didn't learn the first time. They're going to work together again on a Super Bowl ad. Now, isn't there a rumor that she's wanting them to work together more so that they can stay together? Because there's all these rumors that, well, of course, everybody's going to talk because it didn't work out the first time. So there's all these rumors that she, of course, it's always the woman, is doing everything they can, she can to keep them together, and which they should do. I mean, you want to Well, then why would you that. say it's always the woman? Well, because that's people, the most of, If that's the evolved point of view, then don't derail the fact that it's no, a woman coming no, no, up no, with no. it. What Women I'm, always come up with evolved points of view. What I'm saying is people are down-mouthing her because they're saying that she's trying to manipulate so that, you know, he, she's in his clutches and won't get away and won't leave because he's supposedly all down and depressed because she's working and he's working. Let you me know, tell you what, it's a bad Ben thing Affleck be should be together. hanging on for dear life. <laughs> To Jennifer Lopez. Well, I think they're. I Even think though, they're doing fine, but people are trying to make uh, it that it's ba- not based good. on what Kim. The same thing that people are basing <laughs> that they're not doing fine. It's all. That, what there's we more see evidence. Here. There would be always more evidence, and there always is more evidence that the couple's not doing well than versus mm-hmm. they are doing well. I think they're doing fine. I think they. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's fresh. We all only know what we see in here, but people would much rather hear that people are doing poorly than better. But and I the, don't know why that is. In celebrity and in Hollywood. It's generally speak. It, they they have higher divorce rate than just the average human being. Well, then why don't we want to cheer them on and have them be happy? Well, we asked the question: Have you ever worked with a spouse? Because the post said the end is near for Ben and Jen. They're working together again. If you work or worked with your spouse, how did it go? Buford kicks it off nicely for us. During COVID, my wife and I shared office space, and we both we both went remote. As we both went remote. After a few months, I told my boss, you got to get me back out in the field. <laughs> get me out of here. I explained I was much more afraid of my wife going to kill me than COVID. Apparently, I like to play too much. <laughs> Buford, you're my man. Likes to play too much, like gaming or just I like to she didn't feel he worked enough? Play. Whatever the play yeah, is. Okay. You know, I think I goof off too much in terms of jokey. I'm too yeah. jokey. That's mm-hmm. my problem yeah. in my relationship. You're too jokey. Gee, if only somebody else said the same thing. Well, her job is very, your wife's job is serious. I mean, she's, you know, it's more. I'm talking about just generally speaking. Formatted. Yeah, but if you're trying job. to work together, you know. Oh, I, could you work with your husband? No. Could you work, <laughs> let's say, now that you're moving on to land surveying and mm-hmm. will be a owner of a company at some point, can you imagine working with your fiance? 
Mm, not really. Why not? But I just we. I mean, we actually met at work. Like we started working together at Walgreens. That's how we met. All right. And that would be fine because we. We, we are, so, but she didn't work in your area. No, we were kind of we had some space away from each other, which is right. I think I think you need that a little bit. I think I could work with my husband if he was in one section and I was in another. I don't think so. He'd could. be in California, you'd be in Tennessee. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I mean like if we handled different parts of the business. I think that was the you know if we didn't work side by side. Uh, Kim writes, we've worked together for the last nine months. We carpool to and from and eat lunch together. We okay. never. There huh? has to be some time apart. Well, let me finish. It says, we never fight and get along great. However, we have found that we need time alone, and it's especially important to have time doing what we enjoy without the other person's instance. Yeah. Other person each instance. It's not healthy to have your significant other around 24-7, even in the best relationships. We make it work by breaking up the carpooling some throughout the week. Uh, you put him on the road to hitchhike? Is that what she said? <laughs> she so, lets um, him off at the curb. <laughs> Joe wrote. Joe wrote. Joe wrote. Joe wrote. Uh, met my spouse at work, but we didn't actually work together. But I'd say it worked out pretty dang well. We worked together at a couple of different places for years under the same boss. I get happier every day, and we're going on six years now. Good for you. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah. A lot of people it worked out for. Some not so much. Oh, how about this from Lisa? I met my husband in 1989 at work. We just celebrated our 27th wedding anniversary. Yeah, but are they still working together? I didn't say that. Said they met at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kimberly writes, my husband and I divorced 18 times just painting our bedroom. Can you imagine us working <laughs> together? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Rita writes, not me, but my parents have worked together for almost 50 years. They still work together. Insanity, I know. We'll be back on the Mark and Kim Show. Star Wars 2.1, Mark and Kim Show. Going to talk about dangerous hobbies and being in a relationship if you're one with dangerous hobbies. Would you Would you consider piloting your own, like, single-engine aircraft? There's a, there's a degree of danger, but it's, there not, is. it's not that dangerous. Right. I know somebody, I'm very close to somebody, who's been broken up with. Because of the fact that he wouldn't stop flying his plane. Really? Yeah. Well, you riding a motorcycle could be seen as dangerous, and that that concerns some people. Um, yeah, there's not, there's not a crash. Not there's not a motorcycle crash story that my wife does not forward to me. Well, and that's <laughs> the or thing. does she go? She does her own. Did you see's every night? Did you see that there's another motorcycle crash? Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. If someone got so concerned that they just couldn't, you know, handle it themselves, I doubt that them, could be a problem. But I don't think my wife would end our relationship based no, on the fact that I've been riding might. motorcycles as long as I've known her. No, but some people might. That's what I'm saying. If it was the beginning of a relationship or something, it's like, I just can't handle that you do this. Right. I can't live with that. So we're going to talk about, and we'll put this up on our Facebook page for you to comment, if you ever ended a relationship or had a relationship end because of dangerous hobbies. Now, please, maybe not like drug use stuff. I can understand yeah. why you break up. You'd break up for drug use, obviously, if you're not a drug is, user. Is drug use a hobby, though? Uh, for some, if it's recreational, well, uh, and yeah. not just okay. because it's a hobby, but because you're, you know, against drugs too. Sure. So but that's then, not just if you a live hobby in a state thing, where that's... it's if you live in a state where it's legal. Yeah. And and the person can do it recreationally. I mean, but dr- we don't. So no, I know that, that. sort I understand of removes that. So, that from so the equation too. Kind of the parameters. Well, people who listen have been other places as well. 
and then moved into yeah, town. Yeah, that's true. So, so they could very easily have been in the situation where, yeah, we started having recreational marijuana in but our state. But we're choosing to remove that from the equation yeah, we're not for put this dr- question. Yeah, no, no drugs, if you don't mind, in the responses about this. Just if there was something dangerous that they did that you didn't like, and you ended, literally, I want to know if the relationship ended, you ended it or they ended it because you had a dangerous hobby. And that'll be our Facebook post for the day.